I don't play. I can already tell that you are more responding faster than. Yeah. As soon as you said that, Oscar, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck it, no, of course. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier, but I was like, when Raymond texted, was like, it was real bad. I was like, I bet it's the background. <laughs> That's exactly what my kids were dealing with. So yeah, There was a couple also... times where like, Andy would talk, and I'm, I didn't know if it was like my subtitles loaded later, but I could tell that like TJ was responding at the very least, and Sammy, I think you responded. But then I would have to wait like another two seconds and then the subtitles would show up. I'm like, oh, that's what he said. Because I didn't hear it. It was like totally silent for me. Yeah. <laughs> and and every week when we record, we record on through Google Meet and we record our separate audios, which is part of our show, which I'll introduce in a second when I'm done with this story. <laughs> but it saves every background I've ever done. And I didn't notice that until last week when I was looking. It saves every background uh, like on Google, that's really Google funny. Meet. So I, I, I'm going to go through and delete all of them and hopefully that'll make it faster, even, better. even better. But I think just not having a background on here at all is helping already. Mm-hmm. It seems so maybe like... it'll sound a little better when you're all out there listening to this week's episode of Never Seen Any of This. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. And I'm Raymond. And we are without TJ this week. Mm-hmm. We we put him through way too much last week when we made him watch all four fucking hours we of like, Snyder We were like, we want to talk more superhero stuff, and TJ's like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of a shame because I feel like he would have appreciated WandaVersion a whole lot more than he appreciated. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Justice League. A lot more to appreciate in this than in Justice League, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think if you watch all of it in one sitting, it's probably less time than if you watch all of the Snyder Cut. Maybe yeah, not. Maybe it's, maybe the it's first similar. first episodes are like 20-something minutes, but then it starts getting to like 45, 50 towards the back half. But it's still less than 10 episodes, so you right. know, and it's got to be you... around four to five hours. And I feel like if you watch all of these, like, the chapter breaks mm-hmm. are a lot more consistent for WandaVision, whereas in the Snyder Cut, it was, like, the first three happened, like, within an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and then you only had two more for the last True. couple, so then the chapters fell a whole lot longer. Well, in this one, I think like, WandaVision only, it's broken only up. varies within, like, ten minutes per episode. Right, mm-hmm. and, and it's broken up by the different styles, too, which is really nice, that each, mm-hmm. each episode is a different TV show, basically. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, yeah. It, gets, it changes as we go through, but yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't caught on at this point from the title of the episode or wherever you clicked on it, we are talking about WandaVision oh, this week. WandaVision. The first, <laughs> the first MCU television series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a little late to talk about it, but we wanted to talk about it, so... We couldn't we'll find a uh, time to talk about it before this, and it, it ended right. up perfectly that we were going to have like an off week. It was like, well, let's we wanted to talk about this TV show. We might as well do it now. Yeah, and I absolutely I was not really feeling it when it was announced, and then when even until like because I know you guys started watching it like right away, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, I'm not sure if I want to watch it. And it wasn't until that fourth episode hit where you guys were like, oh, it gets insane. That I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I'll jump on, and then I, I caught up, and I ended up watching. I think I, I from, like, episode seven on, I was watching every episode uh-huh. till, till it aired. But I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it, but then people were saying it was just crazy. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> and I'm glad I, I did. I was able to avoid I, spoilers for, like, the first couple episodes, which was when, like, everyone was super hyped for it. And I was like, right. I need to watch mm-hmm. this. And I watched the first couple episodes, and I was like, everyone's going to spoil this if I don't watch the rest now. So from, like... Episode, I think two or three on. I think three onward, 
I was watching it before I went to work that day, and I was mm-hmm. turning off Twitter the night before at like eight o'clock <laughs> to make sure I did not see spoilers. Right. It was funny because when they announced all these MCU shows, I was like, oh, I'm excited. But I felt like I was way more excited for Falcon and the Winter Uh Soldier than I was for WandaVision. And I think, if I'm remembering correctly, they announced that Falcon and the... They announced the Falcon show first Mm. before they announced WandaVision. And so I'd always assumed that that one was coming first. And then when they finally announced all of their... Like, the timeline of stuff that was coming Mm -hmm. out, and WandaVision was first, I always thought it was weird that that was going to be the one they started with, Mm because it seemed like a very strange one for them to kick off their whole brand new Disney Plus connected to the cinematic universe. Right, and I think we talked about, uh, maybe we talked about, I I feel like we talked about the podcast where it was like, (laughs) these aren't two characters that anybody, like, like anyone, not a whole lot of people are saying that it's their favorite character or anything like that. Like, so that's like another part where it's like, why, why start with this be your first TV show when people are, are, don't really care about these characters or don't care about them as much as the other characters. And I think as I watched it, I kind of grew more and more Mm. accustomed to the idea of like, no, it's kind of perfect that these are the characters that Mm. they're doing the TV show for, because I don't think you would have been able to green light a Wanda movie or a vision movie, right? but kind of having these television shows that are at the same level, at least in like terms of storytelling and the scope of the story, they can be the same level as Mm -hmm. the, you know, the big MCU event films, Mm -hmm. having the smaller characters that you can flesh out a little bit more. Cause I also heard a lot of people being like, well, I don't know anything about them. I don't Uh really care. Well, here's a whole show to flesh that out. And the perfect way to to do it. Right. Yeah. And then we don't have to spend time in the movies doing that because that was one of the big criticisms that people had of the early, the origin mm. Marvel movies is that people always wanted to get past the origin movies to get to the good right, stuff. Right, the team up and stuff. Now this, and now this kind of gives them the outlet to be like, oh, you, instead of going and watching their origin movie, mm-hmm. it's like they can show up in the, in the regular MCU and if you want to know more, you can go watch the series. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a better way for them to like retcon their own... Uh, issues that they've had with the the MCU, where like Wanda has played a, like a super important part since she was introduced, but she's sidelined almost every single time because she's too powerful. So right, it's like, right. and Vision is a is like a god, so they also have to sideline him because he's also too powerful. So mm-hmm. like, they've been they've been around since was it twenty? What year is it that they did the Age of Ultron? You know, that's mm-hmm. 2014, 2015, something like that. So, like, they've been around for five, six years now, but they get five minutes of screen time in, in like, uh, a three-hour movie, you know, or two, you know, two-and-a-half-hour movie. So, right. this, like, a TV show is a good way to, to fix that, like, an ensemble cast with, like, characters they don't show enough of, which mm-hmm. is, like, I was super excited for WandaVision because of that, and... And Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because those are two characters that also got sidelined for the big story. Mm. And they've been, like, they've been around for quite a while now. But you see almost nothing of them other than, like, yeah. one set piece per movie. Right. Loki, to set I have up no idea what they're doing with Loki. Yeah. For, like, I, don't, and I, I have no idea what direction they're going with that. But at least with these two, no. it's, like, flesh out yeah. characters that did not, did not get screen time. Loki doesn't right. need more screen time, so I don't know what they're going with. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of... You know, I think the what they wanted for the Vision-Wanda relationship was always kind of there. Mm. But I think that the scenes like that you have in episode 8, mm-hmm. 
when they're it's the flashback scenes and she's watching yeah. alone on the campus and he comes in they have that really emotional scene mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that's the kind of scenes that they would still put in those movies but it didn't feel as earned as it right. does in this show right because it's like they only have so much time to set up their relationship you know they pretty much just get together out of nowhere out of nowhere yeah. right until the war until they are like sitting and he's reacting to the show i almost was like oh there this is just from that movie like because mm-hmm. i know he like there, there's a whole part where she gets mad at him from like phasing through the walls. So uh-huh. when he like phased through, I, for a second I was like, oh, it's just li- this literally from the movie. But then it's it was more than that, which I think, like you said, is so great that they were able to do. Which do is that. funny. It's funny because if you go back and watch Civil War, she still kind of has her accent. Yeah. And then <laughs> in the Wandavision show, I don't think she really does in that scene. Oh, but they kind of explain away at some point, right? They kind yeah, of explain it, at some point that she in, stops using her accent. Whenever she's in the show, her show personality mm-hmm. doesn't have the accent. But then when she like breaks into the real world, she's she has it comes bit, back a little yeah. bit, right? But they they've been yeah. lessening it with a, each movie, thank God. Yeah, so <laughs> it makes sense that by the time they get to but, Civil War, she's got less of one in her memory version. Right. Yeah, I think that they are able to. I don't know. It feels like, you know, they might be restricted in terms of budget on these smaller shows, but they definitely let them get away with a whole they, lot more. They're supposedly like the same budget as a movie, but like the the whole show but for a is, whole season. Right, but what's what's a Marvel movie, you know? It's still a higher right. budget than most TV shows would get, right. I think. But and you can still I, see it, but yeah, it's definitely more restrained. But I imagine that they are really more loose on terms of like, this is a very weird concept for a show. Mm-hmm. To let them do par- a Marvel tentpole that's going to do parodies of different eras of television. Uh-huh. I, You know, they'd never let a movie do that. They'd never let the same medium do that. And I think it's because if a, if a TV series on Disney Plus fails, it's way less of a, you know, loss for them than if right. they tried something that extreme on a movie mm-hmm. and the movie bombed. Right. It's like, they don't... They don't care if nobody watches the show because it's people are still subscribing. Mm-hmm. What they're banking on is it's weird enough and people are interested enough to pay for another month of Disney Plus mm-hmm. and keep coming back. Yeah. So I feel like they'll they're Less gonna stakes. let them be a whole lot weirder and be way more loose with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney is the Amazon of movie studios, basically. <laughs> right. They're not gonna allow that weird of stuff and i think disney plus is where you're getting a lot of the risk taking mm-hmm. and so far i think it's paid off for them really really well mm-hmm. yeah and i, I mean, say mandalorian i still haven't finished i still haven't finished mandalorian but that's done great things for star wars right and that's they and like having a unified vision and this feels the same sort of deal where it's like a unified idea of connecting to the universe but it's its own very distinct thing so I did see something the other day that really, really, really concerned uh-huh. me, and it was a it was a, a press release that said that the first episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was the most viewed thing on Disney Plus, and I was like, oh no, uh-huh. they're doing the Netflix thing <laughs> where everything everything new that comes out mm-hmm. is the most watched thing in in ten seconds in the history of well, anything ever. Well, also with Disney Plus, <laughs> everything is so specifically Disney only. Mm-hmm. That looked like the biggest complaint before Mandalorian started dropping each both seasons is that there's nothing to watch on there unless you want to rewatch the movies and like right, old right. TV shows and shit. So yeah. it's like 
as soon as something new drops, that is the only thing everyone is watching on there that's in the target well, yeah, demographic. Well, yeah, and they have this hype of, like, everyone was, like, watching WandaVision and, like, all pumped up for it, and everyone was, like, subscribed for WandaVision, and then Captain... They had planned it perfectly for it to come out two weeks after the end of WandaVision, so then... Mm-hmm. I mean, I would believe that it's it was the most watched thing. Yeah, because be like. they're only dropping one new thing at a time. Yeah. Right now, yeah. and I believe Loki's coming right after. It's a little bit later, I think, it? but it's still, it's still, Maybe. it's still not that much further. You know, it's, it's only in like June, a, I think. Yeah. So, and and what Falcon and Winter Soldier is only like six or eight episodes or something too. So, oh yeah. So, but they're doing it, you know, week to week. So it's going to be they've dropped I think, I, two episodes now or something. It's it's interesting to me that they're they're going Marvel, Marvel, Marvel mm-hmm. instead of alternating it with something mm-hmm. else. Like they did. Mandalorian season one, and then they really didn't have anything of that caliber right. again. They had other stuff, but nothing like the Mandalorian again until a year later. Mm-hmm. Right? They dropped a bunch of like documentary kind of stuff, right? So it's mm-hmm. that's, that's Hamilton. They had Hamilton. Oh, thank I God! Have, I still haven't watched that. Who's not watching? I watched it. They're going to hold on to Hamilton for like a whole extra year, and then pandemic yeah. happened, and they said, "Fuck it, here you go." <laughs> Right. It, they were going to put it out in theaters, mm-hmm. and then when the pandemic happened, they they released it on the fourth of July. Mm-hmm. I, it, I that one frustrated me when it was up for what was it, Golden Globes or whatever. I just don't oh, feel like it was. It was able to be <laughs> up for a Golden yeah, Globe. That, weird. That's such a weird. It was. It was really weird that all this stuff that Lin Manuel Miranda did in 2014, 2015 was able to be nominated for all this stuff right. in 2020. Because it was a movie, technically. <laughs> anyway, right. what I did want to say... No, that is really weird. Yeah. The Golden Globes are stupid like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Right. They have They'll so just... many dumb fucking rules. Yeah. What I wanted to say about the budget, um, I, I feel like with WandaVision, it, I never felt like... It looked like movie quality the whole time to me. Like, mm-hmm. I never... There wasn't... I didn't feel like there was ever a point where I was like, oh, this is like a TV show budget, where, mm-hmm. like, the first season of Mandalorian, like, when he rides those, like, toad-looking things in the first couple episodes, I was like, oh, this is... Yeah, right, this is a TV show. But I didn't really... I, I felt like... And maybe you guys thought differently, but I felt like the WandaVision was... It well, looked like it was a movie Mando- quality for... A lot for most Mandalorian's of doing a lot of work because they're filming in like California on an entirely like uh-huh. CG background and CG right. characters yeah. and totally. environment. So there's a lot yeah. more to distract you. Where like there's like a lot of CG shit happening in WandaVision, but it's not the same. Yeah, like it's not distracting the way like an entirely CG environment would be. Right or CG completely CG characters the entire right. time. Yeah, right. And they have way less like places to go mm-hmm. like i imagine that they used the same like soundstage to do all the different parodies of the uh, you know homages to the tv shows the, i believe it's the same there's there's a thing referenced that's like that they used in the town that is like i think it's also the back to the future backlot probably which I, disney films a lot on the universal back because i'm pretty sure someone pointed out i was watching a video about easter eggs in wandavision and i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. someone pointed out that like the clock tower is in the background so I was like, yeah. well, that would make sense. It's just been like color graded to a Marvel color grade, so you don't. I notice. do like the behind the scenes stuff of that they used like the same lights that they did, and like to do the black and white correctly, mm-hmm. and they like painted they painted Vision purple or whatever to make it uh-huh. look like contrast enough. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. That they they really went that extra mile to. That's the thing, like with like the Adams family, it was filmed in black and white, but like the entire up, like the entire set is pink because it registered better as right. like, black <laughs> that's, on, that's, on black and white that's cameras. Great. Yeah. The the thing about this show that I really really liked is that it 
it definitely felt like a show that really, really loves uh, television. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, here's this reference, here's this reference. Like, they took the time to really understand and make mm. homages to these specific it, shows. It does and do that fine line of being like, uh, yeah, like it's a, like you said earlier, like it's a parody, but an homage, like it's just a, such a good yeah. line there where it's, they're not just making fun of it. They're actually like doing it and like doing it the right way, which yeah, it's like, it, it no, is it's interesting. A, it's a straight up like 100% recreation of those shows, which it's right. like, it's, they start pointing out once they take you further out of that world they start like making fun of the tropes of it and stuff but when you're in it you're in it it's not it's not like doing it for the for like the joke of doing it it's like you're just in the show it's it's garth Marenghi. it's not austin powers like austin powers is like straight up parody like Mm. look at this funny gag that we have in in this that's making fun of this specific thing where garth Marenghi is doing its best to be that show Mm -hmm. and make the joke be that it's not you're not supposed to know it's a joke Mm -hmm. like right and i feel like that's the same kind of concept Mm -hmm. that wandavision has having fun with it doing those doing the cliches because that's what's the point the point of it is is that she's going through that and doing i don't know any other show that has like such painstakingly recreated other sitcoms Mm -hmm. because like when i've watched a lot of sitcoms and i've watched a lot of old ones and like up through the 90s and early 2000s and it's like when they do another sitcom it's like a throwaway gag or it's like it's for like a couple minutes and it's always for the joke of like remember the old days it's mm. never like yeah. a one-to-one recreation. It's like a scene, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And and like, um, it doesn't like so like the Modern Family one was it. It almost I was like my first thought was like can can they even do this? But I mean Disney owns everything, so of course they could they yeah. can do whatever they ABC, want. ABC, so. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So that's what I was like. They could just do Modern Family, but that's what I was like. Oh yeah, they, they own it. But that, the one that was that was, that was funny for me was the Modern Family. Like, so I was like, this Modern legit. Family it could and Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, right. It could literally just be Modern so, Family. The couple shots were like this. Literally could just be Modern Family playing right now. <laughs> when in episode eight, when it has the flashback and it kind of goes in between every part of her life where she was watching the different shows that the show parodied mm-hmm. yeah. and it got up into when she was on the Avengers campus and she was watching a DVD box set of Malcolm in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then it never explained where she was in her life when she was watching modern family and <laughs> that I could not stop thinking about that. I was like, <laughs> did she just like, was she out like fighting super villains and then going home being like, Ooh, it's a, it's a fun Friday night. Let's watch Modern Family, you know? My thought was <laughs> like, that... Like, where did she find she the time watching, to keep up on that show? Uh, my thought was that she's watching the box set of um, Malcolm in the Middle, like, when she's in bed. But then, like, during throughout the day, she's watching Modern Family as it airs because she's still just stuck in that it's area. Like, that was my thought because it could have been airing that, that She's that basically time. grounded in between movies, too. So it's right. like yeah. between Civil War and Infinity War... She's just there, and that's several right. years, you know. So it's like she's a. Right. They just imply that like she can't leave, so her whole whole life is TV shows. <laughs> I guess it would be in between, um, Civil War and Infinity War, mm-hmm. when she's off in Europe with Vision. Right. She must have just been tuning in to Modern yeah. Family. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, like, in the show, it's it helps her with her trauma. So, like, when she's feeling like she needs a little a little pick-me-up from home, she turns on, watches Julie Bowen on Modern Family. <laughs> and I can totally, like, 
that's even like just thinking because he's with her too that it sets up that they he watches it and Malcolm in the middle and like, like laughs and, and then you probably can imagine that they're doing the same thing together when they're hiding. That's cute. Yeah. That's sweet to think about. And then he dies. I I mean, well, I should have, I should yeah. I should have known from the, like the amount that the show and that the core of it is about their relationship mm-hmm. and how much, you know, her grief over losing mm-hmm. everybody that she loved mm-hmm. and then at the very cherry on top losing her soulmate, basically, you know? Right. I should have known that the ending was going to make me more emotional than I thought it would, but it definitely did make, I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't cry, but I was, I was very close. There was, there was, the, the definitely tugged on the heartstrings, <clears throat> especially with the part where like she, they know that they're, this is the last time they're going to see their kids. Like that, uh, that was pretty, they yeah. were like, Oh, yep. Th- goodbye. I, kind of the thing that, that I was did not really dark. I wasn't expecting that <laughs> it, it was, to be that right. dark at that <laughs> ending. I was like, they're just going to fucking kill these kids. I thought they were going to explain away. Be like, Oh, we don't know where they are. We got to go find them. It's like, no, they're wiping them from existence. We are Thanosing these fucking well, kids. The, they don't really though. They, they. I mean, I mean the the stinger. They for, exist in the multiverse, I guess. Right, because that's that seems like that's what they're setting up is going to happen. <clears throat> yeah, but and yes, I think that's, that's in this. The, until then, this is the the truth of that situation. Yeah, and so yeah. getting into it a, a little bit, I I feel like I didn't. There were some things in the in, in the ending that I did not like, uh-huh. and one of them being that she has to like the whole point. Like Andy, you said. Is her to like get over this gr- like dealing with grief, mo- like moving on, like trying to grasp it, and then it ends with Vision still being alive. Like he comes back to life. <laughs> I was like, oh, so it's the whole her whole arc is like her getting over so him just for getting him. just for him to <laughs> still be alive in the White Boy Vision. <laughs> so that was like I was like, okay, well, she got over it just for him to not actually he'll show up again. So <laughs> that's where that was one thing that I was like, ah. I'm not sure about <laughs> like that kind of. I guess ruins maybe it a it's bit. their. I guess maybe it's their workaround of letting her have this like big arc that is con- mm-hmm. not concluded, but like a full arc for the show, right? And her to be her own like being basically like she finally mm-hmm. has become the Scarlet Witch. This is her show, and then in future movies, if he if Paul Bettany is back as Vision, which it, it doesn't seem be. as. Yeah, it doesn't seem as weird that she, like, broke off and had this big, like, solo breakthrough, but right. it's also attached to him But she's still? also gonna know. be, like, she's basically now a villain. So, like, she's teaming with Doctor Strange. Think... She's the reason that, like, everything's gonna be fucked up. That's exactly right. what they're setting up. She is now a and... bad person. And I don't think she knows about White Boy Vision. So... That's the most... Fr- okay, we can get there when we get there, but that's, like, the most frustrating <laughs> thing that I, like, experienced during the entire finale. Like, was... Was what how they how they deal with that, but anyway, yeah, I I, I was so uh, confused. <laughs> I liked I liked the show a lot watching <clears throat> those first three episodes, mm-hmm. and I really I really dug what they did in episode four, and I I just un, unfortunately I've kind of felt like like I enjoyed it the whole way through, but I found it like less engaging and less fun to me at the longer it went on, because what I really wanted was the conceit of the show that they started with. And then the longer the show goes on, the more it just becomes a regular standard Marvel MCU thing. Yeah, Especially which, that 10th episode. Yeah. yeah, which it's totally, you know, that's totally fine. But, and I, I enjoyed it the entire way through. I liked being on the fucking hype train every week, seeing if they were going to drop something new. 
but it mm-hmm. was like the longer it went on and the more you time you spent in the real world i was like oh man this is like way less special now <laughs> so i'm glad they so, dropped in I... for like that modern sitcom episode but it was like that's like a 40 something minute episode and that's just kind of like dropped in there in bits and pieces and you spend way more time so way more time yeah. outside right yeah have we all watched the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? No. No, I haven't. It's no. funny because no you. one is spoiling it for me either, okay. so I've just been able to get away with not watching it yet. I, w- I will do my best to not spoil, okay. but w- I think that I thought it was fine, mm-hmm. but I really didn't love the first episode mm-hmm. of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and... I really, really, uh, when the first two episodes of WandaVision, I was like, oh, I like this show a lot. Uh-huh. I really, really mm-hmm. like this show. Because it was so weird and so different mm-hmm. from the the MCU. Exactly. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a 45-minute mm. first episode. And it feels like a 45-minute first act of a Marvel oh. movie. Mm-hmm. Which, which should probably be about 20 minutes. So it just feels like a really long and drawn out I, and that, that's first act what, of a Marvel movie. Because I was super excited for that one. I was like, I'm going to watch that as soon as it comes out. And then after experiencing WandaVision and, and it being so different, I was like, I kind of like fell off going to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier because I'm like, oh, it's just going to be an it's extended be more, a, a, yeah. an Avenger movie or like, you know, like an MCU movie. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll wait for that fourth episode to drop where everyone's like, you got to <laughs> watch it. And then I'll go and catch up. And <laughs> I'm hoping that the idea is that that first episode was setting up everything you need to know so that the rest of the episodes can kind of go off and be uh-huh. crazy and do something new. Yeah. I'm hoping that the show becomes something else and they got all of their cliches, Marvel sure. stuff out of the mm-hmm. way in the first episode. Like the so opposite of what can... WandaVision did? <laughs> yeah. Where WandaVision yeah. was crazy was like at the beginning the... and then went and, back to yeah. Avengers by the end. Exactly. It's like flipped. And I'm hoping that's kind of what this show ends mm-hmm. up being. Because I mean, like, they don't... I mean, this is a minor spoiler. They don't see each other. They don't interact with each other at all in the first oh, episode. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's not even the any... episode, they... There's no bros being dudes in the first episode? There's no bros being dudes. <laughs> oh, what are we even doing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, um... I, I, agreeing with Ray, what Raymond said, with as it went back to being just Marvel, it also the thing that I feel like uh, a little disappointed was where like the mystery was a lot more better than what the reveal was by the right. end of it. Yeah. Like what you're like trying when you're trying to figure out what's happening and having all these crazy and did, again ha- everyone having a week to come up with all these insane theories of what's going to happen to then the reveal be that. Uh, 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 Quicksilver is a guy named Boner instead. <laughs> like there's a, there were just a couple things, where, especially with making him Quicksilver and not for and it to it be the really, multiverse was the yeah. worst one. Like don't make it him then if it's not going to be. Thought, that's so that frustrating. Funny. But they right, like, but it's, it's yeah. definitely like a thing that like it fits with the trope of that that stereotypical trope that they're pulling from because like there's a Full House episode where they go to Disney World or Disneyland or something, they see an Aladdin, and, like... It's a good fucking yeah, episode. Yeah, it's like DJ's boyfriend <laughs> DJ's was boyfriend. the voice of Aladdin. He's like, hey, he yeah. dresses up as Aladdin. He's like, okay, I get it. That's, you know, it's a fun homage, but, like, they also... I feel like it's a show that kind of got in its own way, where, like, they, they kind of wanted it to be in its own, like, vacuum, where, like, you don't know the Fox News, you don't know the MCU mm-hmm. outside... You know, right, meta, and that's what's the meta stuff. But then they also like wink and nudge at it too. Right, so, like, yeah. I I know they're like, as people were theorizing that they're going to bring in the Fantastic Four because they drop a sync, like they drop a line that could be a, like a Reed Richards mm-hmm. line, 
And like people are like, oh, they're going to bring in the mutants. They're going to bring in the, the Fantastic Four, all this shit they're going to set up. And then they like the showrunners came out and were like, uh, don't be surprised that like none of that's going to happen. If you're disappointed. And it's right. like, yeah. Yeah. well, Uh-oh. you know, we gave him too long to theorize. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> snowballing. That's, that's, that's fine, you know, but it's kind of funny that like. I saw some interviews where, like, the showrunner and, like, the directors and stuff were all kind of like, eh, we didn't, like, that wasn't really our intent to do all that stuff. And it's like, bullshit is in your script. You know, <laughs> right, you, yeah. You want, you want to wink and nudge it, you know. Go, Make it you know. be him for Quicksilver, right? <laughs> exactly. Right, that it absolutely could have been, except they almost, I guarantee you, if they bring back the mutants, they're, they're going to recast everyone other than right. maybe fucking, you know, uh, Professor X, you know, you know something. They're they're I, gonna like they're gonna recast everyone. I saw a lot of people on Twitter talk about it in terms of being like JJ's mystery box, oh, mm-hmm. which was like when JJ Abrams did Lost and that sort of thing. They were way more interested in the mystery and how it told right. the mystery than a, than actually that, paying. That's like off. JJ's whole screenwriting problem. Exactly, everything mm-hmm. is a setup, and then he's like, someone else will figure out so the payoff. See you later. Uh-huh. And I feel like super, super interesting. You want to know what happens, uh-huh. but he doesn't even know what happens. So that's, I mean, that's the problem that you get. Uh, right. With, and I feel like lost. the reveals, a lot of the like, like cliffhanger reveals in the episodes were a kind of like the one that really got me again was when it, yeah, Quicksilver comes to the door. And, and we, I think we were at that point, we're two episodes behind. So we like, and it was like 1030. We we're like, oh no, we got to watch the next episode. What? That's like, what an insane uh-huh like reveal but the thing that i was like because you guys again were like the fourth episode it's like that's oh it's just getting crazy uh-huh. now and i was like okay so i'll go and like then the end of the episode she says it was wanda it's wanda it's wanda doing all of it and i was like yeah no shit like i feel like that wasn't yeah, no like shit. that's not like a reveal like we knew that like so that was and then well then the other one that really got me was when she says you're the scarlet witch and that's the end of the episode and instead of me being like Oh no way! I'm like they never called her Scarlet Witch no, up until this her. point. No, <laughs> that's this is, it. I yeah. I looked all this shit up because I didn't know what they were doing either. And it's like right. apparently this is like a Marvel Disney retcon since since uh, they removed like X Men titles and like all Fox related stuff from their comics. Is that they've retconned Scarlet Witch and instead of her being a mutant. Now the Scarlet Witch is like a line of witches that have existed forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's so like, not even a, that's not even a comic thing. So, well, that is that is now a comic thing because oh, now what, once okay. that like Disney decided to like separate all their Marvel stuff from any Fox properties that Fox owned, they like they didn't want wanted to be a mutant because they didn't want like that connection. So it's right. like they're setting up the origin for their retconned version of what Wanda is, and not that she's the the kid of Magneto. Gotcha. So I think they're totally separating it entirely. They have, uh, they canceled Comic Con this uh-huh. year, right? I think so. But are they probably going to do a virtual version of Comic Con? Almost guaranteed. Possibly. They did a virtual imagine... Disney one, so yeah, yeah. I, 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 that was just the founders' phone call. Oh, or that was just oh, like the, right. the the, and they just decided call? that it, the <laughs> investor day. They just decided it was going to be Disney Investor Day on Twitter. It was the weirdest. It that was, was the it weirdest was thing. Yeah, <laughs> and they were just like, here's. Announcing everything for the next four well, years. Well, Disney Plus yeah. is the only thing they have. They had open at that time, so they were just right. like, "Let's just pump up everything. We need, we so, need value." They announced this week that Black Widow is going to be in theaters in May, yeah, and it will also be on Disney Plus with the, the premium with price. The, 
yeah. premium price. So I am. I think that R- Raya and the Last Dragon mm-hmm. must have. They must have ran the numbers uh-huh. and said with Mulan and then Raya, it'll make us enough money that we need, and we'll just release it in theaters for the people that feel comfortable to go see it in theaters as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, that they can move move on at this point with. I it. still it have like cost them that much. I still have no no deep interest in the movie but watching the show made me more interested in it because i was like who is jack schaefer i've never heard like that's such an interesting mm-hmm. like i've never heard this name before and they're the showrunner for this and then i looked it up but like first of all it's a woman and second of all she directed this the black widow movie black widow so movie. like she uh... she wasn't the like she directed i think the first episode or something like that and after that there's another director who did the rest of them but she's the showrunner and she created the idea for the one division show it's like oh maybe no, i'll they... like her movie They've got to just be banking on the hope that people are just going to be dying to go see any Marvel movie. Yeah. And that's why they're yeah. still well, releasing they're putting Black out Widow fucking five this year. They to probably yeah. saw... Four. They're putting out the, four this year. Yeah. They probably saw the fervor and excitement that people had when WandaVision mm-hmm. happened. Right. I mean, it was huge for Disney+. Plus, mm-hmm. And they were, they were probably like, oh, people are going to be really excited for this. So if we put it on there, enough people will buy mm-hmm. it. And the people that won't buy it will go see it in a theater, and they'll probably be able to make a pretty good profit mm-hmm. on it. Which I don't know. And it for, will I probably mean, end up. I don't know if I want to see sense that movie. But... <laughs> well, I'm not like, sure if I do. I don't it's, know. If, it's like we've talked about. Any... It's it's too late. I feel like it's with that story. I saw. Anyway. I saw a new trailer. They released a new trailer a while ago, mm-hmm. but I never watched it because I was so like it. I was in the midst of COVID depression. Oh, and was uh, like, I don't care about new movies coming out. Right. I I'm not gonna watch that. It's just gonna make me sad because I'm never gonna fucking see it. Right. Well, they pushed <laughs> it back like six times. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like the the new Suicide Squad trailer came out yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was the most excited I'd felt about a trailer in over a year. I have to like it start was like, muting all that because now I'm getting yeah. I'm getting like every it's just like the Godzilla versus King Kong trailer that I had to mute all oh, mentions yeah. of that on my timeline because people are screenshotting every single frame and just putting it <laughs> on my timeline. And I chose. Oh, not I've to seen watch a couple it. things. Are like, this is what the whole movie's going to be based on all these frames. Yeah, well, it's exactly. like I follow James Gunn, so James Gunn is like super into promoting it right now. So Pete, like, he's, uh-huh. he's doing like a Q and A anytime someone asks him about anything in the trailer, he's posting yep. all day about it. So I'm like, man, I'm going to like hide all of this shit because I'm expecting like I'm going to see the trailer when we see Godzilla versus Kong. I'm going to be in a theater. It doesn't come out till this summer, but it's like at this point. I have to wait, August, like, I think. yeah, August. So it's like I'm gonna see the trailer. Usually, if I know I'm gonna see the trailer in a theater, I'm not gonna watch it ahead of time. So I'm right. not watching it now. But people are determined to fucking show you every single. Yeah. I already know, like I know the voice of the King Shark, which like that's not a big spoiler. That's funny to me, but like it sucks that I already know a bunch of shit that like right. I would have gotten not knowing if people weren't so determined to be like, look at every single frame. We have to know <laughs> right now. When the Godzilla versus Kong trailer first dropped, I remember I watched it and I was excited because I liked Godzilla and King Kong uh-huh. and I was excited to see it. But I was still the entire time I, at that point when the trailer came out, it was very, I had no idea if I was going to be able to see it in a theater right. or not. And so I'm sitting there going, yeah, this looks cool, but I might have to watch it on my fucking TV uh, right. on HBO Max. It's not going to feel the same as watching this in a theater. And now that, like, when next week we're going to go see Godzilla vs. Kong, we're going to rent a theater. Uh-huh. Like, and even if we didn't, 
you know, the theaters around here are really good about the capacity. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's finally, I'm feeling a little more safe right. to go I like to that, a movie uh, theater. The flex so you gave, Andy, that we're, we're running out the whole theater, not just one one screen we're running the whole theater the whole theater <laughs> yeah those stimmies but, coming in handy <laughs> right 1400 comes in a- give me the theater <laughs> look amc is looking to liquidate everywhere they can mm. they have a theater in spokane washington they're willing to sell to a couple dudes who got a stimulus check yeah yeah <laughs> sure they'll take the money but you know big movie trailers i feel like i could start getting excited about again mm-hmm. because though it might actually co- i think they finally figured out right. okay here's how we can release it here's how it can kind of be safe vaccinations are rolling out mm-hmm. i can finally start getting a little more excited and i think disney wasn't really banking on that because they know that whenever they control it whenever they drop something people are going to be excited right. about it yeah so I'm excited for the stuff that I haven't seen the promotion for. So, like, everything other than Black Widow, I'm way more excited for. I'm hoping (laughs) that Black Widow is, like, there is a secret that I don't know about that's good. Because I saw the trailer at some point, and I was not impressed. And I'm like, there's got to be something good here. Come on. I was bummed when they announced that Luca, the new Pixar movie, Mm. is just gonna be it's gonna be like soul it's just gonna be on disney plus Mm. and i kind of wish that they would have made it available at both right i wonder if they they won't do any kind of release at all they said no theater release for luca they said interesting it is gonna be exclusive to disney plus probably because they want the subscribers and they feel like that's that's a trade-off they can do to not make one of their marvel movies an exclusive there's also something that uh industry side that were like they there's a lot of contract stipulations or like if a movie is in theaters they have to pay them like percentage points of what they made in the theaters and if they put it straight on streaming it doesn't count so they can just skip right around paying all the pixar people which like all the pixar Uh, movies are going straight to disney plus so it's like they can just skip right ahead to like well we don't have to give you any extra money we already paid for it and they they can skip right on streaming yeah (laughs) yeah which Legendary was just is was so happy about. <laughs> I remember that whole when they're like, yeah, "Here's the, the movies same, coming out." Legendary right. was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> yeah, that's that's the same sort of deal as if it's like with all the Legendary movies. That's, I think that's part of the reason they're all pissed is like if it skips and goes straight to streaming, they don't have to pay all the con- right, like the actors' fees and all that. That would like right. they make money on the, the theatrical releases. And it's why I think it's. I don't know if it's going to pay off for Warner Brothers really in the long run to drop it for the whole year because as the year goes on, there's movies that I'm like I'm more willing to go see the Suicide Squad in the theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what they than I am to watch on HBO Max, but something like And Godzilla too. Right. Like Godzilla is like <laughs> right. next week and we're like we're going to the theater for it. So yeah. Well, yeah. But something like The Little Things I'm mm-hmm. fine watching that on mm-hmm. HBO Max. I'll probably be fine watching The Sopranos movie on HBO Max. But if it was just in theaters, I may have gone and seen it in mm. theaters. But if it's available on HBO Max, some of those smaller level movies right. are just going to slip through the cracks. And I think it's going to end up being the same thing where any any low level drama. Right. They're going to save all the blockbusters have for any the room at the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we want to talk about more of WandaVision. <laughs> I do a little yeah, bit yeah, more. It's something that, that we, um, uh, Raymond was talking about how they're not. They're just doing Marvel, Marvel, Marvel all in a row. I wonder, do you guys feel like it's going to hit the Star Wars problem that Disney had where they put out way too much Star Wars and people got tired of it? <laughs> do you think 
Marvel will it will end up doing the same thing with them releasing it all back to back. I think there's less. I think there's less fear of that with TV series on yeah. Disney Plus. Mm. I oh, yeah. think it. I think it will actually have longer legs as a TV series like well, that. Well, they're not the interfering. Smaller... All the TV and projects think... seem to be like they're like, "What's your idea? Okay, do it." Yeah. Instead, the instead like the big blockbusters where they're like they're detail like they're down to the detail directing themselves damn near. Right. And it will probably make the big blockbusters feel like events again, mm-hmm. which that was one of the problems they were having is those those smaller event films were not feeling as a big of a deal anymore. Right, like the three one movies I still... a year. Who cares about Ant Man two? You know <laughs> that I was right. that was literally what I was going to say. That's still the one I have not watched. I have oh, not watched that movie. <laughs> it's perfectly good. It would. It's perfectly good. I've it's heard just, it's good. It's yeah, sh- it, it shouldn't have come out two months after Infinity War. Right. That's the biggest problem. <laughs> and it, like, it, yeah. it totally sets up how they solve, like how they're gonna solve Infinity War at Endgame. But it's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, I know what happened in it. Yeah. It's its own self-contained story that, other than that, has nothing to do with the outside universe. So it's mm-hmm. like, what, what good? That would be something that would have been a really good, like Disney Plus kind of deal. Right, because then totally. they don't they don't get burned out in the theaters. People still get the content. I'm hoping going forward that's more of what we get. Because like, I'll yeah. take a ten episode Ant Man show that does his stuff if we don't get him in like his own. Because now movie imagine, again. now imagine if the next like quote unquote Avengers movie, they're like Wanda's gonna be in it, Vision's gonna be in it, uh, Winter Soldier, like Falcon. All these people that you just watch TV shows are now going to be in the movie. It does seem like a much like bigger event. Like, oh, those people I saw in their separate TV shows are now going to be together in a movie. Like, yeah, be, yeah it's, that, it's the only way I think that they can rebuild the magic of what happened the first time. Because I think even after Endgame, it's like I really liked mm-hmm. that Spider-Man movie, but it still felt like now this like year of over a year now of pandemic of like looking at all these movie releases, and I'm like, I'm excited to see them. I want to see them, but I'm like, how do you? How do you top Endgame? You know, so it's yeah. right. It's like how do you how do you do that again? It's like well, the multiverse. That's gonna be like their new answer. Is you've got to see mm-hmm. all the other characters that they now have the rights to, or yeah. or they can do. That's the only way they can one up themselves. So I feel like this is the only way to keep it going. I want something really big mm-hmm. to happen in one of these one of these shows. Right. Like I miss when the Marvel stingers weren't just like funny jokes. Right like little little tags on the end like when they actually were like setting up something you weren't expecting or including a character that was like oh my gosh this is this is big mm-hmm. well like they kind of did and, at the end of this one but not not in the same way where they're really setting up captain marvel way. too and that's that's as close as we're getting to like not a direct setup to like yeah. the next thing that's happening right now i want them to have to say the word mutant in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I, you I know? cannot mm-hmm. imagine that them... they're going to do it. They spent. I don't so think long... they will. I feel like that would be like a multiverse thing where they'd be like, in this universe, they're mutants or whatever. But I can't see them actually doing mutants at, the, at this point because introducing it's... mutants just because it's in, never been established in in yeah. the current universe. I don't see them doing that. But if they went through like the multiverse and then they're like, this one's got like someone comes through that's from the X Men and or like mm-hmm. Deadpool's happening, so fucking yeah. That's I think that's yours. I mean. Who knows what they're doing for the multiverse? We'll have to wait. But I'm assuming Deadpool is going to be their guy who's like, here's how all this shit works. And that's... <laughs> and put it all together, yeah. Yeah. Which, again, like, if they brought someone into the TV show, like, like Monica, like you were talking about, gets set up for Captain Marvel 2, like, her part in a movie would <laughs> would not have been what it was able to be right. in this TV show. Like, you get to see her whole origin story mm-hmm. 
within WandaVision, which is just and, that's and I like, felt like that's I their such big, a dummy. That's their big I, it took turn me like, up for the show. Yeah. It's like that's what they were hyping. When, right. Like everyone else is like Fantastic Four. Oh, X Men. Like <laughs> a character who's going to be integral to a later MCU movie. You're like, oh, okay. Which I sense. felt so dumb. It took until like the sixth episode where she actually tries to go through the wall that uh-huh. she that I realized that she is the young girl from Captain Marvel. Like I, I just I know they literally like four when she's next to literally like, say her name. Yeah, but again, like I didn't. I just didn't. Your think mom about, is oh, it's like oh I. <laughs> And they're like, right, yeah, I was just like, oh, like, why'd you say that name? Don't say that name. <laughs> Which <laughs> I am, I, yeah, I didn't connect. And I, I only watched Captain yeah. Marvel like once. Oh, yeah, so. I haven't watched it. <laughs> we understand. Either. Yeah. We understand. You like really hate women, so it makes sense that you, <laughs> Bring it back, you would only watch Captain Marvel. I was like, Marvel where's once. Vision? <laughs> yeah. More Vision, please. <laughs> you hate that feminazi Brie Larson, and you're like, I'm not going to watch this more than once, goddammit. <laughs> You're, yeah, totally. Man. That's oh, yeah. This year is a turn. We, <laughs> we know taken. how you. No, I just don't understand how, how age works because she was a young. She was like a little kid, and then I don't know how time works. <laughs> right, because like, you well, forget oh. that that's a '90s movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she would be that age now. <laughs> well, and then she blinked out of existence, Another... so she skipped five years. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah. Another weird type of thing that I was thinking about for way too long was in the first flashback. When uh, Wanda is a child mm-hmm. in Russia, and her dad comes home with a suitcase of DVD box sets. Or right. VHS, yeah. Malcolm in the Middle is in that right. suitcase, Right, that started I'm in 1999. Sure. Would she be that small in 1999? I don't, I mean, <laughs> when are they retcon... How mean, old what, is Wanda supposed to be? Them, you know. Yeah. I don't know, but... Because uh, assuming... I thought about that one in... <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen is like early thirties, so I'm imagining they're just going off of her age because, I guess, like, I guess, yeah, the, I, it, like the the whole origin for like Sokovia is very set up to be like a Cold War sort of deal, but then they just had right. to age it forward to be like this is happening yeah. now. And it's, it's like, like it, it, okay. not the Cold War. <laughs> she is like a very small child in those Mary Kate Nashley movies that yeah. they had around those times, so yeah. I guess it would make sense. But a DVD box set of it, maybe not. <laughs> I don't right, know. it's like early two thousands. They're saying that like she's a kid in like two thousand two or something like that, you know. So yeah, that's yeah. she's like twelve, but it's like Age of Ultron happens and she's what twenty eight or you know twenty five, right, twenty eight right. somewhere in there. It's weird. It's they've done some. It'll weird all be explained in the multiverse. We don't have to worry about. It. <laughs> that's true. I I really love Catherine Hahn. She's like the I mean, as much as I like Elizabeth oh, Olsen. Catherine Hahn is like the fucking glue of this show for just like her oh, yeah. performances episode to episode. And I knew there was had to be something more with her mm-hmm. because you don't really cast Catherine Hahn as just the funny neighbor. Uh-huh. I, and that's I, her I only like, part. Yeah, yeah. There's something more here, and I thought that it was going to be. I called that she was. And she knew more than she uh-huh. was letting on. Right. But I really, really enjoyed how they did that reveal. Mm-hmm. It was like, I knew that was coming, but the way they did it was still really interesting. And that's what was fun about it was that mm-hmm. they gave her that Adam's uh, family like song, mm-hmm. a really catchy song. Yeah. I just, yeah. that I guess all along was a great fucking, that's a yes. good stinger. That's such a good really way good, really to, really good. <laughs> and that's such a good way to explain that and be like, okay, people get it. And that's how that episode ends. It's like, mm-hmm. they explain it, people understood it, moving on. They have a week to discuss it online. <laughs> and I felt like her, the, the only thing I did not like was that I felt like the witch stuff was kind of, got a little hokey. 
I felt like it just looked a little like out of place when she like puts on the witch gown. It's kind of yeah, yeah, still kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah, so that's that was my only like negative. But Catherine Hahn was great, and the one that was weird is like they set up that blonde lady and that oh she's a like that she might be the bad one because they have that that weird like um save was it save the children or save the children of that yeah yeah where they're all like chanting that and you're like oh she's like acting different and then she just doesn't show up again until like the very end where she's like i have a child (laughs) i was like oh Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) i follow the um i can't remember his name but he's like the co-worker that paul bettany has that like he opens up his mind and has to put it back and he's the funniest dude because (laughs) everyone just constantly was messaging him like tell me something about you know spoiler and then he'd like pretend mm-hmm. on tiktok that he was gonna do it and then he'd do like a switch up be like do you want me to get fired from my job this is my break <laughs> don't you let me get fired from this job this is the best thing to happen to me <laughs> every yeah. single episode he's great. great yeah all the all the I... all the character actors were great in the sitcom stuff mm-hmm. and also all the i love seeing randall park i love seeing kat dennings back in anything yeah it's like you don't yeah. need to get Sci- watch randall park in anything yeah <laughs> Cy si Abelman was great. Fuck, I wish he got, like, a reprisal at the end. <laughs> yeah. Fred Millman is, I just, I want him to be in so many things. And again, his the wife am- is the, the, the mom si- from that 70s show, right. which is just another good little Easter egg in there, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. The amount of Cy si Abelman memes <laughs> that pop up every time he's in anything, I'm so surprised. It's so funny. Because we didn't, like... It wasn't like anything super. I can't. That's the thing that's crazy to me. I was like, how have so many it? people seen this movie it's, to make that reference? It's like a film Twitter thing that is now like exploded into its own meme because he was like not like he was just like a character actor for like the last thirty yeah. years, and he's just a serious right. man, and he's like everyone's so taken with that performance <laughs> and only that, calls like, him that. Yeah, that he is now Cy Abelman, and every like every time he shows that's, up in something, yeah, it's a I had the same movie. thought, Andy, where I was like, not there's no way they, all these people have seen that movie. No. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> Need to revisit maybe. that movie. Maybe maybe it was better maybe. than oh, I remembered. <laughs> Cy Abelman has bleak. has touched yeah. every one of their lives. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. dark that she's controlling all of her all, all of them like that. And like the, when we see that first breakthrough where the guy's like just completely like losing it and like I was like, "Oh, she's doing that to everybody." And it's like, "Ooh." I thought I thought it was strange that they emphasized every time someone came out how much it hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> "It like, hurts Ouch. that she's in yeah. my brain." Well, it's like, yeah, yeah they're just getting like blasted until like she goes to bed and if she does go to bed they just have her nightmares which is like uh-huh. something they revealed in the last episode but it's like when vision yeah. goes in that the halloween episode and vision's going through like the outskirts of town and you see the lady trying to hang up like a halloween decoration and she can't oh yeah the it. farther it got out i forgot about yeah, yeah the farther they and got out the like, less they were doing <laughs> he just like she just makes eye contact with vision and she's got like a single tear going down her yeah. face but she can't stop moving like her repeated action where she can't even hang up the halloween <laughs> decoration it's like she's Ugh. just stuck making like an error she's just four or fouring yeah. out there in the <laughs> the outskirts i i do like that how they set they ha- how they have vision start to figure it out uh-huh. and start to like he's like something's going on like i like that kind of like him his detective work to uh-huh. and i still don't really get how he because he what he definitely was not alive it was all her mind re- recreating it right no, uh i looked it up as well it's a it's he's real because it's the mind stone but how his, is it the mind his stone? powers are the mind stone and wanda's powers come from the mind stone 
So she's able to recreate uh, them based on her own powers because she's just such a powerful witch that like they when they show her like creating the world, it's like he mm. comes directly from inside of her, like entirely rebuilt, mm-hmm. and it's like from her powers, right. which is why he goes okay. away. But like it is like she is one to one recreating him from her own memory, right? Which he is then able to put into White Boy Vision. <laughs> well, he does. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You, the, I thought the the ship of thesis argument was like that's a great showdown because what what are you gonna do like two godlike beings are just gonna like hit each other that's right okay big deal but like having him solve the problem by doing ship of thesis is like that's a really cool way to to like deescalate a fight. <laughs> I was just like really upset when then he's like I am Vision and I have to go discover who I am now and then he fucks off and they just don't address it whatsoever. <laughs> he just... And I saw, I saw an interview where, like, I don't know if it was the director or Jack Schaefer herself who were like, yeah, we didn't we didn't address it because we didn't need to. Like, he's his own guy and we don't, like, because the people were, it was funny because it was like, it was the wrong, they answered the wrong question. It was like, the question they asked is like, why doesn't the white vision come and help the rest of them? And they're like, oh, he doesn't need to. He's his own person. Like, they, they got it handled. But I was like, that's not yeah. the, that's not the real question. The question is, why do they never they know address it? It's like he's gone, he just, and Wanda's not gone. like, I saw him. Where would he go? And at no point in like them winding down and unwinding it, like breaking it all back down, does he go? Also, I still exist, and I'm out there. They're just like, all right, goodbye. Also, he's out there somewhere, a yeah. godlike being just wandering around. You guys, I'm sorry, but you keep saying white boy vision uh-huh. yeah and all it and all it's reminding me of is that you know i don't know if you guys saw it, but earlier today our lord and savior chet hanks declared that this summer is gonna be a white boy summer he had yeah. some rules today that he, he had, had some today. rules and regs that he dropped <laughs> yeah he had yeah. the rules and regs. i brought some rules and regs today and i was like all right i'm in so, i'm in so far we're all white boy white, we're, we're enjoying this white boy summer <laughs> If we keep saying the words white vision, I'm afraid that Chet's gonna call in. He's gonna face. Does does white does white vision uh, He's gonna count send as a white Raymond boy? an email? <laughs> yeah, Chet can send me is, an email. I'd be totally okay with that. Yeah, is is white vision uh, qualified to be the white a white boy in a white boy summer? Is he is he white boy? He doesn't wear plaid. He doesn't have he doesn't, doesn't have any berries. salmon on him. Yeah, and he doesn't have any salmon. He wasn't wearing any chucks, though. No, but I think the it sounded like salmon was the biggest offender. Yeah, for, and so all right. I white vision as far in. as as far as I know, white vision has never referred to any fee, any girl as a smoke show. Yeah, that's, that's, so, that's right. That was the big one. There. Show, that was yeah. the big one at the end. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> none of this Trump or NASCAR shit, as he said. Not that type of white boy summer. Uh-uh. No. Get yeah. that out of here. I mean it. In Chet we trust. I think Vision. I think White Boy Vision passed the test. It's gonna be a White Boy Vision <laughs> summer, boys. Good. Yeah. That that was the biggest thing that frustrated me about the finale. It was because they were answering questions about it as if like he needed to be in the final fight when he didn't. The problem is they. I think they very clearly did not address it because it's gonna be that's someone else's show or movie that he's gonna show up well, and deal with later. Because Vision is literally like a godlike being. You can't just have him like existing in the mcu and no one addresses it he is the most powerful being in the entire world so i guess they're just like yep he's just off somewhere that's someone else's problem now (laughs) very clear i was almost expecting him to be 
like with her when she, uh-huh. at that cabin reveal at the at the very end. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, maybe he'll be there with her, working with her or something mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. so it, there's a Dark Phoenix version of Wanda's story, the comic story arc, right, where she like goes crazy and kills people. It's her kids die and that she basically does the same thing. Mm-hmm. She like takes a takes a city hostage. That's and House makes of her M. Own reality. Yeah. That's yeah. what they they oh, based okay. a lot of this on was and instead of having like the kids were imaginary, but it's like she mm-hmm. or like they she wills them into existence or something. And right. then like they have to be like, "Hey, and Magneto's keeping it all together." And they have to be like, "Hey, so none of this is real anymore. Uh all of these people are fake." And she's like, oh, okay. And she loses it. Yeah, and she loses her, yeah, yeah. loses her goddamn marbles. And that's an entire, like, story arc for Marvel <laughs> for a long time. Gotcha, okay. So now is that what's coming next? Is her just... Well, losing her goddamn marbles. Because, <laughs> again, that doesn't match up with what the sto- her story arc ends before right, that. They, it's, after it's almost scene. the um, It's almost the setup for Days of Future Past that ended, like, that they set up in... Uh, the end of the Wolverine, where they t- entirely like retcon the meaning of the movie to then set up something mm-hmm. else. Because like that cabin yeah, scene yeah. at the end, she, like they're setting up that she's gonna be like a villain in yeah. in like Doctor Strange and, and Multiverse of Madness. But where is that set up in the show? What well, the end basically is she's got the book of dark magic. Oh, she didn't okay, submit so... to like Shield or anything. No, she didn't say like. She ran away, basically. Yeah, she's just like, well, I guess I'm done now, and just, like, left without questioning. Yeah. She Mm -hmm. couldn't face any of the people. Mm -hmm. She didn't really, you know, make up much for what she did. She Mm -hmm. just kind of was like, sorry, took off. And then she does, like, when she's in that cabinet, that end stinger, she's, like, Doctor Strange in it, where, like, her evil side is just studying Mm -hmm. all the dark magic, and then here's, like, the kids crying. So it's like, oh, that's what's gonna be ripping it open. And I Mm -hmm. guess the music that plays in that last scene is... Doctor Strange, isn't it? Is a Doctor Strange, which I didn't recognize. I saw that as an Easter egg, but I was like, "Oh well, I haven't watched. I haven't watched that movie enough. I've only watched it twice, so I didn't recognize." (laughs) We felt we all started to fall asleep in the theater when we saw it in theaters. God, I forgot. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. When I watched it on home video, I was like, "Oh, that's what I really late on a Friday night." Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I really, it was, it was really good. I, I I just the ending again was. Yeah, I liked it. I wish it was. mm It was funny thinking about it where I was like, I really wanted there to be more of the sitcom stuff. And then I thought about it and I was like, there is like, for how long the show is, there is a significant portion of it. It just felt like once they hit episode four, they really like don't spend enough time. Like they, they try and distance from the first three episodes in the sitcom format so much. So I was like, I wanted right. more of what they were doing and less of the traditional MCU stuff. Cause like the bad guy is very generic and like okay well he's got his own plot of bringing vision back we need to set that up i guess but all right and i liked all the cat dennings yeah. and randall park stuff with with monica rambo but mm-hmm. i went i was tired i wanted more of what the conceit of the show was i liked it all the way through it just felt like they started so strongly with a concept and then backed off of it and could have gone even crazier that's yeah. the thing too it's uh, like they start off with this just off the wall crazy idea just do that the whole time and make it like yeah i, I agree I, with you there. i don't know if yeah. you could do i the hope whole, whole that, time, but yeah right i would, no, I I know, would like you, if they right. tried <laughs> yeah why not like I, right? hope, 
I hope that this really positive response from the show mm-hmm. shows Marvel that they can take, they can be a little weirder with mm-hmm. it. They can deviate from the format a little bit, and people and will a still lot, be really interested. a lot of the pl- uh, complaints again were that that it went back the other way. So hopefully they yeah. see that too. So. Like, oh, we don't need to have it be MCU. We don't. We can do make it just be its own thing. BMCU. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right. Well. I liked it, boys. Yeah, I liked it yeah. a lot. I'm excited to see what is coming. We're gonna do. I'm just uh, excited to be excited about movies again. <laughs> we're gonna do media. <laughs> Winter Soldier, Falcon, Winter Soldier, one, two. You think? If we get, I, I mean, think we should. Yeah. yeah. I I need to get on that. I really want to watch it, and I really don't want to be spoiled for it. So if it starts ramping up to like, they have a set end in mind. That's less than it's like six or eight episodes. So like, I need to get on again, it before big stuff starts happening. I was just message me was, when it again gets crazy, and then I'll catch up. <laughs> I was really really busy all day yesterday, so I didn't have anything. I haven't heard anything about the new episode, so I'm gonna watch it tomorrow and hopefully. I've just uh, seen screenshots of a couple jokes here and there, so I know there's like a pretty okay. good Bucky joke. Where someone asks how old he is, and he's like, I'm 106. I'm like, that's a good joke. And that, was in, that was in the first episode. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay, good. Yeah. The one that I saw was him referencing that he read The Hobbit when it came out. And I was like, that's... that's, that's, that's that was the, same, <laughs> I think that's the same scene or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, if, if anybody out there wants to join the conversation with us, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can head over to our Twitter page at NSAOTpod. Or you can send a dear boy Raymond over here a personal email over at never seen any of this pod at Put a little yeah. heart at the end. Send him whatever you want. He's not gonna tell. <laughs> well, that's not true. I tell, he I might tell t- you guys everything. We- yeah. He might tell us, but we're gonna keep in secrets. Hush, oh, yeah. hush. That's true. Yeah. Hush, <laughs> hush. Hush, hush. All right. And you can also, Sammy, TJ's not here this week, so it's all gonna fall on you. Oh man. Okay. Our, our Facebook f- 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 page. F- f- but- f- f- free Patreon. That's right. <laughs> that's where we uh drop our that's where the first alert goes out that a new episode has has dropped so yeah yes we the last couple weeks have been kind of weird with the releasing normally we release on saturdays mm. but it's been a little weird the last couple weeks it might be weird again next week because we are going to go see a movie in the theater in the good right old theater in the good old theater so the theater that we now own yeah <laughs> So if the next if the last couple episodes and maybe the next couple episodes seem a little wonky if you if you keep tracks on when we release our episodes, uh, that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're so. trying to get crazy stuff to you. Like last week yeah. was a four hour movie, so I, <laughs> we're trying am, to keep the fresh. I have been <laughs> I have been back to the movie theater since the pandemic, and I I knew that I was probably gonna be one of the earliest people to adopt going back because I missed it so goddamn much. But I am looking forward to being in a theater with friends again. I have watching like a big blockbuster since December of last year when we saw Rise of Skywalker. That's the last time I was in a theater. I saw Tenant when we opened up for a little bit because there was a showing that nobody bought tickets to. And then I saw Return of the King because, or I saw The Two Towers Mm -hmm. because it was in IMAX and we could sit like 14 rows away from someone. And then we went and saw Ryan the Last Dragon because they would only sell twenty five percent of the Dolby, and it's a big theater. Ah, that's fun. But okay. I, but that's that's what I have seen in a year's span yeah. in over yeah. a year. That's I yeah. I, I was going year, to two was like, three wait movies a, a week. I saw Rise of Skywalker in December twenty nineteen. Yeah, man. So yeah, a long. That's the it's last been over. Time yeah. I was in a theater. I saw. I just like Andy. It was in November. I saw Tenant 
for the day before we closed again. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was my one I saw since I saw um, Little Women in February. So yeah, it would be weird. I don't even remember the last time I went downtown. That's yeah, forget theaters. When was the last time I went somewhere? Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, so. Yeah. Very much looking forward to that. It'll be a good time yeah. when we get there. But I think that about does it for this week's episode. I've never seen any of this. We will be back next week with another episode, but until then, we'll just say it was Agatha all along. Bye. 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 (laughs) I did that out of order, didn't I? I should have done it the other way. (laughs) That makes perfect. She's insidious. (laughs) Fuck her videos. That you haven't even